Welcome to EO Audio, the temporal podcast of the East Oregonian. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2015, and we're watching The Sky for Flying DeLoreans. Today, the newsroom discusses time travel films in the year 2045. I'm Daniel Wattenberger. I'm here with opinion page editor Tim Trainer. Hello. And also paginator and web designer to Drew Lincoln. <laughs> Hi. And uh, we're here to talk about the future and science fiction movies and time travels movies specifically. So today is October 21st, 2015, which is the date that uh, Marty McFly and Doc Brown touched down in Back to the Future Part 2. So we'll just start off with time travel movies in general and how does Back to the Future 2 kind of stack up against the other ones that, that have been made. What do you think, Drew? I think uh, Back to the Future series, it's a great, great uh, time-traveling movie. I think it really brought uh, time travel to the forefront of pop culture. I mean, we had The Time Machine. It's kind of a classic one, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a really fun uh, a series. Uh, I'm big into sci-fi and stuff like that movies. So my favorite time-travel movie is Primer, which takes a very analytical, scientific look at time traveling. Wow. It's not a fun movie. <laughs> it's uh, very confusing, which uh, I assume time traveling would be confusing. But uh, So, you know, I like that better than uh, Back to the Future, but Back to the Future is definitely more fun and oh, enjoyable. One you'd have to watch in a, in a college level, a high-level college class primer is one that, you know, it's... I think so, so yeah. So you have to take notes and go back and watch it again yeah. and figure out... Who's who? An assignment yeah. yeah. Entertaining movie. Back to the Future has some amazing staying power. Like it's it's yeah. definitely uh, doesn't you know is part of modern culture for sure definitely, and yeah. current culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that same thing with Ghostbusters movies of that era. Yeah. It's just like it's so much part of our childhoods. I think mm-hmm. that that helps out. And it's the, mm-hmm. you know, there weren't you know ten time travel movies that came out every year. It was That's three true. time travel series, and I yeah. guess that and Terminator of the eighties. So mm-hmm. what about you, Tim? When you're watching a time travel movie, what do you what do you watch? I'm not much of a sci-fi guy. Um, I thought Back to the Future was pretty funny, but uh, most I'm mostly a, uh, no. I don't have much uh, much history watching any sci-fi time travel movies. I I haven't even seen Terminator. I heard it, oh it ends term, terminatedly. It ends. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, Terminator Two. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of one of the finest movies ever made. Really? Yeah. So, but. Uh, but What's yeah, the best Back to the Future? What do you guys say? I, yeah, I think the first one is hard to beat. It's uh, it's you know, it's great. It's. First one's the best one. I like the second one. <laughs> the goofy yeah. retro feature. You yeah. know. I still remember the third one we had the VHS recorded from T V copy when I was a kid, so I have fond memories of that one. Then, you know, fast forwarding through the commercials, that kind of stuff. Where do they end up in the future? Like is there a place? I think it's, it's the, I don't know if it's actually set in Chicago or suburbs of Chicago. I think um, it's yeah. So there's a the chance city, that the yeah. DeLorean might land, on, land on Main Street, Pendleton today. tomorrow. No, not, yeah, I don't think Pendleton yeah. though. There's yeah. no western. I mean, uh, okay. Future Part Three, but yeah, I think it's all yeah. It's, it's all. Right. all well, so they might get that DeLorean could get lost. You never know. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out, folks. All right. Well, uh, and then so, you know, this movie took place. Uh, it was set in 1985, and then they jumped forward 30 years to 2015. Um, in the previous one, they jumped backwards to 1955, so they were working kind of a 60-year swing there. And so if they were to make that movie today, they'd be looking forward to the year 2045. So let's talk a little bit about what uh, what predictions we have for, for uh, the 
I guess not so distant future. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about movies, I was going to talk about uh, entertainment. Um, I just think that entertainment in 30 years is going to be uh, more of a a virtual reality uh, situation that people are going to spend a lot of their times in virtual environments, uh, whether that's, uh, yeah, trying to, you know, uh, win the World Series or it's trying to build your own city or just trying to, uh, yeah, hike Mount Everest or uh, surf off of Hawaii. You're going to do all that virtually. And it's cheaper to do it that way. It's obviously. cheaper, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, you, you can actually, you know, if you if you drown and off the coast, you you can actually, you know, start over. Restart, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that's, and, you know, it'll, it'll, it will be, a, I'm sure, a combination of, of movies and v- video games and, yeah, like uh, computer games and all of the, these things. They're all combined into one kind of entertainment experience. Right. And it'll still be a social experience? It's still I don't know. Happening to other, other I'm sure there will be, yeah. but I'm sure there will be others that <laughs> want, want to have their, have their uh, own personal uh, world, so, environment, you know. That can be satisfying. A, I think so. Yeah, like I said, if we, yeah, if we, if yeah, if we can trick the brain into feeling good and and releasing dopamine and making us happy, <laughs> it's going to be a great feeling. Sounds like, like a drug. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's yeah, we we know love is a drug and happiness is a drug. There, you know, we yeah. we just know what makes the the brain feel good, and once we figure that out, know how to you know find those pleasure points. Uh, why go, why go out and uh, you know see the sunset when you can see it twice as good in your in in your virtual world? Yeah. And the joy of uh, accomplishment, those kinds of things, those can be kind of manufactured as well. Oh yeah, definitely. People, yeah. I mean, you talk to any fifteen-year-old, and the thing they're most proud of is their level on Angry Birds or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you feel good when you when you you know uh, achieve something, and you can do that online just as easy as anything else. All right. Sounds like one of those kind of yeah. Sounds like that would be the uh, plot of a sci-fi movie uh, of you know the mm-hmm. area where everyone's kind of plugged into that. Yep. It seems like it'd be a pretty dark movie, pretty pretty dark future. But I guess the people in it don't. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is. yeah. I mean, yeah. To, you're an outdoorsman, obviously. So it wouldn't be yeah. the future you'd prefer. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I mean, our our environment is degrading very quickly. Yeah. That this might you know that this might be a way to. Uh, to still f- feel what it felt like to be alone and to yeah. be in the woods. Yeah. I mean, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, I guess yeah, kind of like the movie Wally. If we're talking about sci-fi movies, right? Obviously, that's a broad audience. Uh huh. I've seen that. Yeah. They're all you know plugged in and kind of doing their own thing. And right. Of course, that's viewed as a bad thing in that movie. Right. right? It doesn't go too well <laughs> for humanity. There. <laughs> so, we're so mean to those robots. That's true. What do you think, Drew? When you're when you're looking forward to the year 2045, and what do you what do you expect to see? I don't want to be plugged in that much for sure. <laughs> that, that makes me nervous. Um, yeah, that's a possibility. Everybody already is kind of mm-hmm. spends a lot of time crafting our online persona, whether Facebook or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's definitely in the works. Um, I think my first uh, thought for a prediction for the future is going to be uh, in most large cities, it's going to be. Pretty much only, maybe even like by law, it has to be uh, electric self-driven cars. I think we're, you know, we already have electric cars. We have self-driving cars. It's just going to be the, uh, make it a mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be safer and efficient. And whether it's for personal use or public transportation, that's going to be all you see in cities. You know, I think out here in more rural areas, people are still going to want to drive their cars and, Maybe it'll be harder to get the uh, stuff out here, but I can definitely see that 
and uh, coming up in the future. Yeah, maybe at least a lane of for, for self-driven cars. You yeah, just, you pull on that and tell it what city you want to end up in, and it just takes you there. So they're on the roads already, right yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's yeah, it's not far away. It's going to take you know a, a new infrastructure system probably on yeah. our roadways, Definitely. but not much. Pushing how we're going to pay for that? I mean, Wi-Fi. Yeah, and I know people don't want to you know turn their control over of driving a vehicle. You think of it, you know, we're just so yeah. used to driving it and having control. The, but I think it would, it would pretty quickly click in that mm-hmm. no, like I don't have to touch the steering wheel. Yeah. Where I want and they'll to still be drive parks. You know, <laughs> go out and take a <laughs> take a drive around a circle for a while and tell your kids what you used to do. Yeah, <laughs> could see it. What about you? What's what's your prediction for 30 years? You know, working at a newspaper here, we, there's been a lot of talk about what the future of newspapers are, and, and I'm, I've come around to the, the idea that 2045, we uh, most likely in any any city, any place, and at least North America, you're not going to be able to get your hands on a daily print publication, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that you know, obviously, it was it, for a long time it made sense as the best way to get information out to a lot of people was to print it up on a press and, and mm-hmm. hand it out, and people could get it to their doorsteps every morning. Which, if you think about it, it's still pretty an amazing thing. But yeah. but I think it just as as the people who that they're used to consuming their news that way as they they get older and and as this younger generation comes up that's more interested in being able to kind of access news on demand and throughout a day and and I think that's that's the way people will demand it and so that's where newspapers will will be able to thrive is is not as a newspaper but a news uh, outlet Mm -hmm. Um, I think you know we'll we'll still be making use of our printing press in a lot of different ways because really reading sitting down and reading something is the best way to consume it I think I mean to really deeply consume it but but as far as you know reading the next day about a car wreck that happened the day before I mean that 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 model just won't 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 be around 30 years from now I can almost guarantee that so Mm. Um, I think that, you know, again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the way things are going to go. You know, working in this industry, it's, you know, it'll be, it'll be a lot of change coming. But so. Books I saw of, they, they you know, they said it was the doom of books, the e-readers. Right. And e-reader, e-reader sales have, have, have kind of hit a plateau, yeah. you know, and then books back. are coming back. <laughs> so you wonder if it all is sort of a, you know, a bit of a pendulum. Right. That, yeah, new technology gets better, but then there's a pushback, and then right. new technology gets even better, and then there's another pushback. Yeah. And I think about it with the record player. I mean, you know, it's not like it's convenient to listen to a record, and, and we know the sound quality is not that much better than a you know, CD in a nice system or, or mm-hmm. whatever, but but I think the, the act of sitting down and putting on a record and listening to one side of a record and then flipping it over to the other, I mean, that's a way to consume it that yep. you're really dedicating some time to it and dedicating some... Yeah. mental energy yeah, yeah yeah and it's, yeah. it's not you know again that not convenient you can't mm-hmm. take it with you when you walk mm-hmm. outside but but it's it's a way and so people have embraced are starting to embrace that again kind of as a pushback and mm-hmm. the same thing with books i think so yeah. there's always a place for for pretty much anything i think and it's mm-hmm. just a matter of um yeah a matter of figuring out how how to get it to the people that want it so mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah so 2045, and, and it's uh, you know 30 years from now. It's hard to hard to believe that 1985 is we're as far from 1985 as we are from 2045. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how the next uh, 30 years go. Yeah, so, and will there how many uh, Back to the Future movies will there be in the next 30 heard, years? I haven't heard about a reboot. I don't know if they're gonna. If, if, you know, it's a little, little tough. Yeah. But uh, I know maybe, do, maybe that's different from the uh, from uh, diff- you know old trilogies that that. Uh, uh, Marty McFly, such a amazing character. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, that I, no one else can play him. Oh, yeah, Michael right? J. Fox. Yeah, who yeah <laughs> Michael J. Fox is just so good at it. Yeah. Do you want to say Michael Sarah? Or right. Well, that's the thing. If you think of Star Wars, you don't think of the actors. You think of the character. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You think of Back to the Future. You think of Michael J. Fox. 
Well, at the end, he doesn't he have a... Oh, yeah, he does have a kid, but he plays himself, too. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah they're going to... People love to reboot and make new movies. It's going to yeah, be yeah. Adventures of yeah, Gruffy McFly or whatever. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Mike's hanging kid. out with dinosaurs and then going to the yeah. hologram future. Yeah. It'll happen yeah. eventually. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the big jokes of, uh, of course, the Back to the Future Part 2 is Jaws 19 is coming out. Yep. You know, they didn't quite make that many of them, but... That, you know, even then they were kind of poking they, fun of the yeah, fact they said Spider-Man 19 they probably would have oh, been yeah. right well, yeah. I think there's been about 19 yeah, already it seems right? like so, it yeah. uh, you know. hmm. alright well that's uh, that's the topic for today and, and we'll uh, see y'all in the future sounds good and by, by the way um, if you want to see the film it's tonight at 7.30 at Wild Horse that's right is that $5 yeah. or is that the full uh, I think it's a full price, full price but right. uh, yeah it's 7.30 at night yeah. and they got it on the big screen so this might be your only chance to see Back to the Future on the big screen. Right. Kind of cool. One night only, October 21st, and that's today. 